Sarah Storm drove around the block twice before parking a few yards away from Corey's driveway. The windows of the Oceanside bungalow winked cheerfully at her as they reflected the light of the setting sun. Next to the mailbox, a yard sign encouraged passers-by to vote no on the upcoming referendum to define marriage in Rhode Island as between one man and one woman. She wanted to find the sight comforting, but pride refused to let her. Had it been a mistake to come here? Corey Marston had been her sailing instructor for a few weeks during the summer, two years ago. And then there was the time in the bathroom when I... Sarah shook her head in an effort to dispel that particular memory. The point was, she and Corey were barely even acquaintances. And yet, here she was, on Corey's doorstep, begging for shelter like a stray cat. She's the only person older than me who's also a lesbian that I know. She's all I've got. Damn it, she muttered when she was still clutching the steering wheel five minutes later. Just do this. Get it over with. For about the billionth time that day, Sarah wished that she could hear Dar's voice. Of course, she was probably busy having dinner right now with her family, all four of them sitting around the table eating their mashed potatoes and making small talk like the cleavers. Sarah slammed the car door harder than she needed to and winced. It's not her fault. You're the one who was stupid enough to get caught. She marched up the path to Corey's porch and rang the doorbell without any more hesitation. Feet planted widely on the welcome mat, she threw back her shoulders and waited. When the door opened, a large gray dog immediately lunged forward to push its nose against Sarah's hip, its whip-like tail wagging furiously. Frog! Corey said, reaching for the dog's collar to drag him back. Jeez, take a chill pill! She smiled apologetically. Hey, Storm, sorry about that. Oh, it's all right, Sarah said, smiling at Frog's antics. He's fine. It felt good to have someone be unequivocally excited to see her, even if that someone was a dog. Come on in. Sarah followed Corey down the short hallway, suppressing a sigh of relief. Corey was still ridiculously attractive, of course, tall and blonde, lithe and tan. In fact, she looked much the same as she had on that fateful night at the yacht club when she had seduced Sarah out of the closet. But Sarah no longer felt the same sense of compulsion as she had then, and she was glad. Have a seat, Corey said as they emerged into a small living room. Want something to drink? A glass of water would be great. Thanks. But before Corey could make a move toward the kitchen, a woman stepped through the sliding door leading out to the deck. She was a few inches shorter than Corey, with shoulder-length brown hair and a gentle smile. She has a good face. You must be Sarah. I'm Quinn. My girlfriend, Corey said. The note of pride in her voice was unmistakable. Sarah couldn't help but think of Dar and felt her stomach flip-flop. How nice would it be to share a house with her, all by themselves, where no one could interfere. Nice to meet you, she said, shaking hands. Thanks for putting me up for the night. You're welcome to stay as long as you'd like, Quinn said. For one awful second, Sarah thought she might cry.
Instead, she managed to blink, swallow, and attempt a smile. Fortunately, Corey held out a glass of water to her in that moment, and she took a long sip. So, Corey said as she sat down on the love seat, Quinn beside her, and looked at Sarah. We'll have plenty of time for pleasantries over dinner. Why don't you tell us what happened, Storm? Sarah nodded, putting the glass down and resting her hands on her knees. Unconsciously, she hunched her shoulders. It all started yesterday morning, I guess, while I was out for a jog, and my mom came into my room to drop off some laundry. I had left a chat window open on my computer. I'd been talking to my girlfriend, Darla, the night before. It was pretty, um, obvious from the chat that Dara and I are together. I was out to dinner with friends, but when I got home, all hell broke loose.